Craft Beer Radio interview from Saver with Great Lakes Brewing Company. So here we are at Saver. We have Great Lakes Brewing Company here with us. Say hello, guys. Hi, how you doing? Rack, how you doing? And I'm Pete. So um, I've met some of you before, but I don't remember what positions you have. So are you guys brewers, sales reps? What are you here? I'm the uh, bar manager. I'm the executive chef. And I'm the head brewer. Excellent, excellent. So what do you guys... um, Savor, so it's beer and food. So, what do you guys choose to pair together here? We've got a Stilton Bacon uh, Scallion Puff that's going with our Elliotness Amber Lager, <laughs> and a Mediterranean Philo Cup that's going with our Porter. We've been doing. Uh, that's why we brought our chef to help us. Just, just kind of learn. We're hoping to learn something just from this event. We've been doing for about three years. We're doing brewmasters dinners or brew, beer dinners uh, once a month. So, um, I just think like working together with the chef, and we're always creating together to try to uh, make sure that the match is going well. I just think we'll just keep getting better and better at it it's just because we just keep doing it, you know, and we learn and we taste, of course, ourselves a little bit once in a while, so. But, I mean, I think that's, we just came here just to, you know, just learn more and, and hope, you know, people, educate people about the same thing we're learning about. What does beer bring to the table with food that other beverages don't? Well, it, it depends. I mean, like, if you, if you got... Red meat, you know, you got different beers that go perfect with it, and chocolate, you got perfect beers with that. It's a little different to me with wine because, uh, you know, wine is just wine goes down real smooth. Well, beer it changes the whole flavor. You might taste some cheese, and you might have a perfect beer to go with it. It's hard to find a perfect wine like that. So, to me, it's you know a little more refreshing to have a, a nice, cool, perfect beer to go along with your food. So, if I remember right, you guys are having your 20th anniversary this year? It's the 20th? It is a 20th anniversary. And you're brewing an Imperial Dortmunder. We are brewing an Imperial Dortmunder. Done it on tap. Actually have it on tap. The trial batch we did in our pub system before. We're going to bottle it. And I believe it's going to be available in a four-pack in August, uh, which is closer to the actual anniversary day. But we did a, did a small batch just to, in case we wanted to tweak anything and before we put it in production. But, yeah, it came out... Uh, it went on tap a couple of days ago, and I have a feeling by the time we get back in town, it might be gone. It's been going pretty quick. So, so both Greg and I are big fans of Dortmunder Gold, and I actually just learned that it has won gold at what, the World uh, Beer Tasting Championships twelve of the last fourteen years, something like that. Yeah, um, Beverage Testing Institute does those tastings, and uh, I think that they're a little friendly as far as style uh, parameters are, as opposed to like JBF, and those are a little more strict. So Dortmunder, our Dortmunder is probably not within the spec of a true Dortmunder. Um, it did win at GABF back in, way back in 1990, but um, um, we actually don't even send it to GABF anymore. But uh, like I said, BTI is a little bit more loose on the, the style parameter, so we always send it there, and it seems to, seems to please. So for the Imperial Dortmunder, what are how's it changed from the Dortmunder Gold that we know and love? What's some what's the most notable characteristics of this Imperial Dortmunder? I think uh, with the Imperial Dortmunder, I mean obviously it's not you probably never heard the of that style because there isn't one. It's just it's kind of like that Imperial buzzword that people are doing with IPAs and uh, I've seen some Pilsners, Imperial Pilsners. Um, you know, and actually when those first came, I'm like, oh man, these aren't these aren't really two beer styles and then taste them like, oh, that's kind of cool so we just took that and uh, kind of went along 
general rules of thumb as far as just like beefing up the Dortmunder recipe. Try to keep it in balance. That was the main thing because it's really known for being a nice balanced lager and we didn't want it to end up being just like a big, like a Maybach or something like that. We wanted to hop the hops to come through as well and just just come through just like the Dortmunder, only a bigger version. So it's as far as the recipe goes, we just kind of stuck with what we did. A little bit more of everything. We had obviously there's some calculations that go along with that that uh, to try to achieve the to achieve the balance. That was, that was the biggest thing for me. Um, Sounds fantastic. Thanks a lot, guys, and hope you have a great event. All right. Thank you. Thanks, and we hope you enjoyed this craft beer radio coverage of Saver. To find more, visit www.craftbeerradio.com slash savor. Craft Beer Radio is released under the Creative Commons license. Visit www.craftbeerradio.com for more details. <laughs>